At the starting of the week At Summit Talks you'll hear them speak It's only Monday Negotiations breaking down See those leaders start to frown It's sword and gun day Tomorrow never comes until it's too Wow, beautiful. Wow. Hey. What's up, buddy? Doing well. Dude. Look uh, at that. Look at that beautiful face. Oh, my God. No, I can say the same about <laughs> you, buddy. You know. Um, oh, what, what what are we cheering to? So, are we just hopping right into it? Do you want me to do an introduction or anything? No, let's get into it. Oh, well, let's get, buddy, Let's man. get silly. Oh, my God. Fucking. Uh, so... Last time we did this, things were definitely a little bit more amateur, and there wasn't a fucking pandemic, you know? And so yeah. um, I was curious to see when was the last time that we did this? September 27th, 2018. And, Jesus. And that was, like, right when this all first started. But, uh, dude, I was like, right, it was probably, like, what, two years ago? No, it was 900 days ago. That's how long ago it was, you know? That's so. wild. We were, we were young pups back then. Dude, uh, I, I don't feel like a young pup. I just got diagnosed with osteoarthritis in my knee. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. man. You're, you're an old geezer. Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, let's cheers to that. Where, where are you drinking? Uh. I'm messing around with a Coors Light. Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm uh, I'm a little little IPA snob. I'm just kidding. Beer is beer, man. So oh, you're one of those people. Got got a, a Voodoo Ranger and whatnot. Oh, that's that's good shit, dude. That's good shit. It really is. It really like I, you know, I think we've all been there to where we're like very snobby. Uh, like when it comes to certain things, like at this point, anything that could pretty much numb my reality, you know, I'm, you know, I'm fucking hitting whippets in the back, of the, <laughs> the back of the car, you know. What you, you sniff an axe in the back? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Uh, funny story. I don't think uh, I ever told you about this when uh, I was a kid. Um, there in my my hometown, like I graduated with 40, 50 odd people, right, and um. In my hometown, there uh, there's nothing to fucking do. And when we first moved there, uh, I, I I met a guy. I'm not gonna name his name. And long story short, uh, we you know we were hanging out. Things are really cool. Next thing you know, him and his cousin want to uh, uh, snort Lysol. <laughs> no, not that. But I mean, pretty much as bad, you know. And uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> Like they're like, yeah, man, it'll, it'll get you, it'll get you high. It's the good stuff, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, just nothing like snorting Lysol. You know, definitely, <laughs> ne- definitely helped me get through college and whatnot. You know, so. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever snorted Lysol? I'm just kidding. No, I'm not gonna ask that. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'll go try. I'll go try right now. <laughs> man, uh, no, I, I want to ask you, man. How was your 2020? You know, seeing as like March 2020 was, uh, you know, a, a day ago. It's, it seems like. Yeah. No, it's been. Um, it, it's been good. I mean, there were a few months, you know, where you got you were like careful about you know doing anything, but then it kind of just got to the point where it's like, ah, eh, you know, if I get it, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> 
like me and my friends, we just kind of continued to hang out. So it was it, it was good. I know, I know a lot of people you know took it real seriously and really didn't do anything. Yeah, but I, I kind of kept the the wheels rolling. No, um, I like that. You know, I've I've said this a few times on the show on, on other people's shows is that um, it's almost like people uh, they're at they're at the beginning, like they're you know March and April. You know, they were taking it very serious. You know, it was yeah. like, holy shit, like this is, you know, this is like some contagion, um, you know, uh, 28 days later stuff. And man, if you were talking to me back in December of 2019, I was already like in like the conspiracy, like COVID. Like, I was like, guys, this oh, is real. Yeah. This is real. Like, this is going to be horrible. This is going to be bad. Like, y'all need to start stocking up now. And uh, but man, like uh, seeing people from March and April to july and august just pretty much like uh you know the pandemic fatigue really sat in um really fast in, in my opinion yeah. you know and I, I i think people adopted uh two things to their their own identities um one being the mask wearing and um that either on one hand you're killing grandma if you're not wearing a mask and and then uh b uh you're literally uh hitler if you don't wear a mask you know and, oh yeah and you know there i was in group a there for the first like five six months you know self-admittedly and um whether that's good or bad i think it was bad now looking in hindsight because we didn't know what we were dealing with yeah um and but now it's just like um I, i'm still you know of the 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 group that says hey like you know we should still wear masks and social distance like we're now the woods yet um you know we're vaccinating three million people uh is it a week or a day something something like that you know uh but man i didn't leave my house until uh um fuck uh probably may or june uh to to actually like participate in society like i'm some like agoraphobe yeah yeah and i did that for about a month like where i was like super serious about like i I would wipe down like my groceries but like after like a month then i was like i I can't do this yeah no it's (laughs) just 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 kill me (laughs) just kill me now it is it's uh yeah (laughs) it's untenable it really is i mean like you know, we're, we're always in this constant battle with microbes and microorganisms. And this is like coming from someone who like, you know, my mom, she got COVID back in August and she got hospitalized for 44 days, you know, and, oh, shit. Uh, and like, you know, there for a second, you know, we're you know saying our goodbyes to her and, you know, thankfully she pulled out, but I know that 500 odd thousand other, you know, of our American people just aren't able to say that, um, man, you know, I it, like 2020 was like, just a, a fucking year that we're gonna talk to our grandkids about, you know. Yeah, it was well, there not much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, dude, it just feels like hey, l- let me ask you this. You know, from uh I'm at, actually a first question, what was the last movie you saw in theaters? Ooh. I think it was porn. No. <laughs> 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 Dude, I just spit. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh. <laughs> oh god, that's gonna get clipped. Um, uh, <laughs> um I don't, I don't know. I, re- I, it might have been. <sighs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I I don't remember. It's been so long. It, um, but man, that's what I re- I like. That was one of the biggest things that I missed. Is like, I love going movies. Yeah. Like I would go watch like two, three movies in a row in one day. Like yeah. I was that. I would just get popcorn, get some beers, you know, Aloe Draft House. Um, yeah, I, that, I I miss movies. That that's something I really miss. Man, it's something I don't know if you saw, but Alamo Draft House is a. Uh... Uh, filing for bankruptcy, Chapter Eleven. Um, oh, that's uh, shitty. They're going to be furloughing a couple thousand their employees uh, statewide, and uh, you know, bad news. You know, this is just the bad news podcast at this point. Every podcast oh, yeah. I've gone on, it's like, damn man, you're like kind of depressing. <laughs> 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 and uh, and there's the door. Yeah, exactly. You know, just in my suffering, and I'll injure mm-hmm. right. But um, but no, the last movie I went and saw in theaters was uh, Joker. There in December of 2019. Oh, that that actually might have been it. What'd you think, man? I thought that was amazing. Uh, I definitely think it was a, a societal critique and whatnot. And uh, you know, this is a to, to jump in. What what I noticed, um, you know, because we both worked retail together. You know, the the retail hell hell. Good, and, the, uh, the, the good old days. Yeah, the good old <laughs> days. And something that you know, um, I like today reminds me of is that. Um, I don't know if it's controversial to say this, but I don't think Christianity and capitalism are compatible. And, mm. and I say that because it's, I sent you that video, <laughs> that video earlier, because like for, for two things, uh, one, it's like absolutely, you know, horrible, uh, yeah, it, it, it real the, tasteless. The, the, uh, to, to the listeners and whatnot, um, the video I sent him was uh, a mattress firm here in Texas. I think it was in San Antonio that ran a 9-11 uh, cell. And um, and it, they're, they're essentially co-opting uh, a holiday that um, – you know that you know never you know never forget you know it was a horrible horrible tragedy and uh, attack on American soil and whatnot and uh, but like something that I wanted to ask you about is like you know it's us both working you know in retail hell I make sure to put that that last part because it's literally hell um, it's uh, it's almost like business big business has like co opted holidays you know yeah um and like i i i don't know if that's controversial to say or not whether the two you know ideologies are compatible because in my mind you know the teachings of you know jesus christ are essentially that hey you know love thy neighbor you know uh when when i was hungry did you feed me you know when you know i was cold did you clothe me um i i don't like I, it's funny because i feel like you know these businesses or marketing uh, teams have co-opted, um, you know, Americans to where they are consumers first, and you know, Christians or Americans second and third. You know, yeah. like, do you think that's? I I, I feel like that's true. Uh, to to like just seeing it there because it's no longer, you know, there on Thanksgiving. Hey, let's go and you know spend time with our family. You know, time to give thanks. Um, mm-hmm. It's hey, let's eat dinner, and then at midnight, let's go and shop, um, and uh, you know, just consume, consume, consume. Um, same thing with Christmas. It's no longer about you know family traditions. It's let's just shop and consume. You know, in your estimation, 
when do you think this like turn started and like do you think currently can we actually even fix this yeah um good question um i don't know yeah i don't know i I don't have a good answer to that i didn't realize i would have to use my brain this much (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah but yeah no that video was that, that that video was wild I want to know. Who, I want to know who wrote that. Oh, but like literally, who? Uh, you know, if anything, I think I actually. Oh, and I'll I'll play it for us really quick. Let's. Uh, you sh- let me know if you can hear this or not. Let's see. Let's go. Make when sure. you put your arm out, I thought you were you were gonna bring in the guy. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just have them have them right behind us or whatnot. Yeah. So this is this is Dave. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Here we go. Let's... What better way to remember 9/11 than with a twin tower sale? Oh my god. Oh my god. I I I don't know. I don't know who okayed that. Uh yeah. cuz that's not okay. That's literally yeah. not okay, you know. Um but uh <laughs> Oh, Probably some guy that thinks 9-11 didn't happen. You know, Tower 7. Oh, like <laughs> my God, man. Um, have, have you... I, I've only ran into Flat Earthers. I And, like, um, more recently that the election was stolen um, and uh, and that COVID... Like, the, the three conspiracy theories are uh, that I've ran into in, the, like, the calendar year is Flat Earthers, the election was stolen, and uh, COVID-19 is fake. Um, yeah, I, I have not, I think like the nine 11 truthers, um, that's like, that's, that's so 2005, <laughs> you, Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I think that conspiracy theory is, uh, a little out there or whatnot, you know, but, um, man, like, uh, why, why do you think people, it, it almost seems that people have adopted these more, like it's, it's become more mainstream, um, I think it's 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 real tribal. Like people want to be a part of something. Like all this Q shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if, if you know someone else who is into a certain conspiracy, it's like there's like a bond. Yeah. You know, like a like sense that. of community. Yeah, a sense of community. I, I I think, but I mean, conspiracies can be fun. Some of them are real interesting. Yeah, like even even the nine eleven stuff. It's like hmm, that's that's. It, that's real interesting. I'm I, I'm not in any of that, but when I hear some people talk and I like all these like conspiracy podcasts and whatnot, it can be kind of a fun listen, even though they're all idiots. <clears throat> yeah, no, um, I I definitely like it. The thing about conspiracies that I've always said is that they're the thing about them. There's always a hint of truth, you know that yeah. that it's um it, it'll it'll drag you in. Um, and it, it's interesting, like, you know, for example, like, you know, was LBJ behind the JFK assassination, you know, um, mm-hmm. or like you said, Tower 7, you know, I, I, I don't know, like, I can't just sit here and say, you know, can steel or can jet fuel melt steel beams, you know, I'm not, you know, an yeah. engineer, uh, but, yeah, I am. Um, but uh, that's the thing is, uh, you know, whether it's these conspiracy theories or anytime you get in a uh, conversation with someone about like tax reform and healthcare, it's like if you don't know, 
um, everything there is to know about, you know, a living wage tax reform, health care, mm-hmm. or yeah. the litany of issues that, you know, we, we you know, actually have substantive uh, conversations about, then they'll use that against you. And mm-hmm. um, and I, I think the worst ones, uh, the and if there's any listeners that are flat earthers, I'm sorry, but like I, I do think that no, no, fuck them, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck them, uh, yeah, no, like I, 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 I don't know how to convince someone, like, hey, the Earth isn't isn't flat. Like, what is the purpose of you know? Yeah, it's it's a weird thing to really like put so much in i actually i in my last job i knew someone who was uh, a flat earther he never wanted to talk about it though oh, fuck. which was kind of interesting oh, God. um but yeah that's a, a odd group of people it's a weird hill to want to die on yeah exactly i i like if it's if it's um Man, there's really no conspiracy theory that comes to mind that I could buy into, like that I will like, you know, give like a a litany of you know, of of arguments of that that I think way for it versus against it. Uh the one that's been the most frustrating for me and I imagine you've ran into this is that the election was stolen. Um Yeah. And yeah. um you know, just to jump into jump into that you know, leading up to the election, like, what were your thoughts? Because you and I, you know, we worked together w- during the the first, you know, election of you know Donald Trump and uh, mm-hmm. versus Hillary Clinton. You know, um, what was like in your purview? What did you think was gonna happen? Did uh, and, and two, um, damn, I, I lost my train of thought. You know, but <laughs> but what, what did you think was gonna happen? You know, leading uh, up to 2020. Honestly, I thought he, uh, Donnie was uh, gonna gonna win again. I, 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 it was such a weird time. I, I really saw like, well, all this weird shits happening. That you know, this would be some more weird shit. Another four years of it. Um, <laughs> so God. honestly, I was kind of surprised that that Biden won. Yeah. Um, why? 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 For me, I know why. But for you, why do you think he? Why do you find it surprising? Just because, like, everyone's brains have been melting out of their ears, you know, for the past four years. So, yeah. I, it's like, I think, it, yeah, it's just, just so much craziness. And just people got real fucking crazy. And was like, oh, well, we're going to continue this. He'll win another, you know, eight terms and shit like that. <laughs> Man, uh, do, did you ever see uh, the, I, I remember him tweeting this, uh, of, like, Trump, like, 2020, and then it was like a, a yard sign of 2024, 2028. Well, 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 Trump is still president. I'm not sure if you know that. Oh, <laughs> 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 right, y'all, that's the Undone Podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, man, um, I, I, so before COVID, you know, I, I said this on a, um, uh, a friend of mine, Brent now, uh, he has a podcast called uh, Systemically Distorted Communication. And That's I told him title. it is. It, it's a mouthful. I to, <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to tell him that if he listens to this, I'm going to shoot him this clip. But um, uh, I before COVID, I thought he was going to win uh, for a few reasons. One, you know, in 2016, when, uh, you know, you and I were, were you know, in more proximity, 
Um, I, I think people were, were pissed off. People, people were pissed off. You know, they, you know, they saw Hillary Clinton as this establishment candidate that pretty much represented this neoliberal, you know, market driven, driven globalist ideology that was, you know, essentially destroying their lives. And arguably it did. And it has, you know, um, and, and essentially, you know, this anger, you know, was rose as, uh, you know, the election of Donald Trump. I, I think um, in 2016, up until probably I really I think I think I really started getting into politics once, you know, here in college and whatnot. And then 2016, um, when you actually talk to people that do, they, they wanted change. They 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 voted for Obama yeah, because yeah. They, they wanted change. And instead, what they got, they got, you know, kicked out of their house. You know, their 401ks pretty much went to shit. They lost their job. You know, college got, you know, more expensive. The cost of living got more expensive. But the rich got richer and the middle class, you know, white wages have stayed stagnant. And um, Trump, you know, represented this like Molotov cocktail, you know, just saying, fuck the system, you know, mm-hmm. like um, and and. Then I thought, like, okay, I see why people voted for him. You know, like, oh yeah, you oh, know, yeah. Um, because like this, this neoliberal, like, since Reagan, Reagan to you know Obama experiment, like neoliberal market driven, you know, ideology just isn't working for a lot of people. And I see why they're voting for Trump. You know, they're pissed off. Um, but I think it's more, I think, honestly, I think the big thing is that I think what was kind of brilliant uh, about Trump is that he tapped into a real shitty de- demographic of people. Yeah. Like, I, like, if there's anything that I think we've learned is that people, there are a lot of shitty people out there. And he tapped into that. And, you know, they've always been there, but society has kind of constrained that for, for the most part. But, I mean, he really gave license to, to people who just want to be assholes, like racists and whatnot. I mean, just an explosion of just really shitty people. Um, and I, that's why I found most interesting about his presidency is just like, wow, there are a lot of bad people out there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at, you know, Charlottesville, for example, uh, or, yeah. or Richard Spencer. Um, you know, I think Richard Spencer uh, said it perfectly, like, even though... You know, Trump is saying we 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 hear what he's saying. You know that that he's he's speaking in dog whistles. And how when I was with uh, Pub Sports Radio and uh, I did a segment on you know Trumpism, um, it, it's essentially uh, you know it's not that all like it's not that all Trump supporters are racist. But it's right. that all racists are Trump supporters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> and and so um, and like. And I, I've said this, you know, a few times, like I've given Trump credit where it's due, you know, whether it's denuclearizing North Korea, lowering uh, prescription, you know, drug prices, um, you know, those things. But I mean, literally separating having a hot wife as well. That's, yeah, that's important. There, there we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but something that I noticed and you probably noticed, too, is that the cult of personality that surrounded Donald Trump. And still to this day, you know, that people still claim, hey, hey, won the election. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way 81, 83 million people voted for Joe Biden, um, you know, and, and more people voted for Trump than they did last time. 
Uh, yeah. But to, to, to answer the question that I think I was asking earlier is that I didn't think that Joe Biden was going to win in 2019. But once COVID pretty much, you know, pretty much seeped in um, and just his shitty handling of COVID, like people were like, okay, man, like this guy's going to win again. But, you know, then March, April, May, June, you know, rolled around. Fuck, this guy's not doing anything. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then um, and uh, we, we talked about this on one of the, the episodes, uh, this concerted effort that was against Trump. Um, and like whether like what that does is that just feeds up the conspiratorial nature of it. But mm -hmm. honestly, I think Trump lost because of COVID, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, that was the tipping point. Yeah. I, I mean, you heard the Woodward tapes, right? Uh, like Bob Woodward? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Once the Woodward tapes dropped, I was like, dude, he's done. Yeah. He's done. Nobody, like, nobody, like, or not that nobody, a majority of people, even Republicans that responded to that poll of like, hey, what are your thoughts on the Woodward tapes? Like, hey, you know, um, yeah, I want, I would want to know that this is a novel virus that is going to pretty much, you mm -hmm. know, you know, kill my grandparents and my mother and father and whatnot. And uh, that that's what's weird is like we're going into this like weird territory, you know, um, to where you know the the cost of, of of living is you know continuing to rise even as you know you know jobs that were lost during COVID. Uh, there, there's permanent job loss uh, from from COVID. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, uh, but. Um, if I'm not mis I might have this number wrong. So if anyone wants to shoot me an email that I got this one wrong, but uh, there was an estimated 4 million people in the United States in poverty before COVID an additional 8 million people have fallen into poverty as of um, this is September of 2020 and whatnot. And I can only imagine, yeah. imagine what that is now, you know, um, it's sad, like the richest country in the world, you know, and we still have got people begging, you know, on, on the street corners and, you know, a homelessness crisis and a foreclosure crisis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, Austin, it's just, just getting worse and worse, man. You're, you're up in Austin, it's, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking A, man. But it, it's, yeah, it's just like, just even in the nice parts, there's, there are homeless people and it's, it's just, it's just wild to see. I, I honestly do think that um, on my way up to see my dad uh, last month or the month before, I was uh, driving on 35 and right there where uh, like William Cannon and Old Torf like backs up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, the, the typical backup point. And um, I guess you have two, you, you have a decision to make. Um, this, this sounds horrible, what I'm about to say. But on one hand, do you stay on 35 and just sit in traffic for 30 minutes or do you get off of 35 and do you essentially sit uh, at a light and, you know, essentially a homeless man or woman will come up to your windshield and try to, you know, wipe your windshield down. And, yeah. you know, um, it's so it's such an ugly feeling because like you uh, I for me, I purposely, you know, I want to acknowledge them. But if I do, like, uh, one, I, I don't carry cash on me. And um, and then, two, like, I want to help them in some way. But, um, you know, in the midst of, one, a pandemic, like, you know, I'm a agoraphobe to, to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
it's it's like you know do i do i just like dehumanize them entirely and just stare straight forward like i'm more or or do you kill them that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the next question man, do, you, do you do you throw that in your stand-up and whatnot <laughs> dude have you done any stand-up uh dude early? i haven't done it in i mean when COVID really started getting getting serious like in in march that's kind of when i stopped doing it and obviously because shit closed down so i yeah. couldn't but i haven't i haven't gotten back into it yet you know there it's i don't know i don't, I don't know because it's it's like we still got the pandemic going on it's like i don't need to tell dick jokes that bad <laughs> <laughs> and they're small confined rooms so it's like I'd, I'd rather you know i'll just i'll just wait yeah man talk i'll talk do, about I'll do that. shit like this and Hmm? No, uh, yeah, no, this is like, you know, funny and shit, but like, yeah. man, I, I, I've said this, I think I said this to you last time I've told this to people before. I, I don't think I could do stand up. It's, it's like, you know, I'm a public speaker, but man, I, to, to literally bet money that I can make someone laugh. You know, I'm a funny looking guy, but I can't say funny things, you know. Uh, so. You're handsome. Oh, don't. Oh, <laughs> you're making me blush, buddy. You're making me blush. Uh, but man, like what got you like to, to, you know, you know, nut up and just like get on the stage and just start telling jokes. It honest, it, it, it did take a while, but you know, I was just like, I would just spend, you know, so much of my free time just coming up with jokes and, and shit like that. To, it, and it got to the point where I've really got to do something about this now. I'll, I'll suck it up. I'm going to get on that stage and I'm going to do it. And I did it. Oh. Um, and yeah, it, it was actually going really well until you know Kobe Wobi hit yeah. and um, fucking um, COVID, fucking COVID. Yeah, yeah, I was really enjoying it. it it's it, it, once you do it once, even if even if you bomb, it's a real good feeling knowing that you can do it. And then the next times are just yeah, it's 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, uh, have you seen people bomb? Oh yeah, I bombed, dude. Oh, th- I was I was doing a set, and in the middle of it, I completely forgot it, and I just I just and yeah, I was in the middle of it. I just completely blanked, and I was like, "All right, I'm 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 done here." Oh, and me saying God. I'm done was got the, the biggest laugh. Really? Oh my God! They're like, they're like the, that guy's funny. <laughs> that guy's yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, what else you got, man? You know, you know, um, man. I that that's got to be extremely uh, uh stressful because i you, you, hell in the middle of podcasting sometimes i forget fucking what i like I, I was doing what a couple weeks ago me and this guy were talking and i was like what the fuck am i talking about like, <laughs> like just absolutely spacing out and whatnot yeah. and i'm like and there first, and I somehow tie it up to where mm-hmm. you know I'm just gonna be able to segue into yeah. into you know something else. But um, I had a um, pretty much a a guilty pleasure of mine is watching bad comedies and um, watching people bomb on stage because mm-hmm. it's like oh that would be me. <laughs> that, yeah. that would be me you know hey what's the deal with airline food you know yeah. <laughs> you know oh, fucking, oh my god uh but i i think it, it does take like a a certain you know a, an event or or you know the gall 
to be able to yeah. you know stand up in front of people. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the the biggest fear that people have is uh, public speaking or or standing in front mm. of people and whatnot. And uh, totally understandable, you know. I mean, yeah. And honestly, it it wasn't too difficult for me because I've always been a performer. Like I, you know, I did piano performance for so long. You know, it, I mean. I'm used to playing or performing in front of large audiences, like hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, and even like younger, I, you know, I did Taekwondo and I was on the demo team. Uh, so yeah, I mean, performance has always been in me. So it, that, it was, it wasn't a huge ordeal. I mean, obviously I, when you get up and you, you kind of just, you bear your heart with what you've written to people is yeah. difficult, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too hard. Man. I, I, it makes me sad, you know, like seeing how, you know, this was going to be my next question for you, but seeing how things are just changing for the worse. Um, and, mm. um, it, it's like, you know, this, the, the cares act and the two or the three stimulus checks were like these adrenaline shots into, um, uh, into our, you know, culture and society where people are going out shopping, you know, they're getting vaccinated. But I mean, like we talked about earlier, Alamo Draft House closing their doors. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, you know, a n- number of small businesses, I, I think it's uh I don't know exactly what demographic it is, but I know um it's like nearly 40% of small businesses opened in like 2019 are now closed and whatnot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, hell, even my favorite comedy club here, cap city, uh, um, they closed son of a bitch, uh, last year. Um, but they are opening a, a new location in the domain, which is really cool. But yeah, man, I mean, those small businesses, they're, they really, they're really getting fucked. Yeah. What, what, where do you think this is going? Uh, I think we got three years left here. I think that's how it's going to go. Um, you know, Joe Biden's going to probably die next week. And Kamala's going to come in. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Uh, dude, well, well so I, I think you're on to something there because I, I really do think that, like, um, that, that was my biggest thing. Like, hey, you know, Joe Biden's talking about his hairy legs and whatnot, you know. Oh, he's a corpse. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, 78 years old. Um, he'll be 82 if he makes it through all four years. And I there's, think, Do you think he's going to make it? Because I feel like there's no way. I don't think so. I really don't. I think there's a betting market on, like, will Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Well, I, that's great uh, what's the over under well, well, we can find out well let's let's do that after this we'll we'll start you know doing under yeah, table we'll betting. Get on go daddy <laughs> <laughs> and uh i uh i i don't think that like it, it i don't think it is out of you know con- or it is wrong for me to say that you know hey like he's literally over the the life expectancy age of an American male in the United States, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not going to make it that long. There's no way. I, <laughs> I, I, hell, I mean, arguably not because the life expectancy for us has literally gone down. Uh, the the last time it did that was um, World War II, and then the Spanish flu pandemic. Uh, you know, 1917, 18, yeah. and it's like this: the cards are stacked against us. You know, whether it's you know student loan debt, you know the the cost of living rising, but you know wages staying stagnant, um, and you know you've got gerontocracy. Every I think the average age of all congressmen and women in power 
are, you know, well into their 60s and whatnot. And, you know, I don't know if you saw the um, when uh, Congress brought Mark Zuckerberg up to uh, to oh that that <laughs> alien oh my god and uh <laughs> and if if the listeners don't know this uh our data got leaked i think it was like 500 and something million americans or million facebook users uh data got leaked uh yesterday it's on sale on the dark web and whatnot so uh that's uh hey, the the bad news podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love it. I'm gonna cry after. <laughs> and uh, but no, I I really don't think, like, you know, statistically speaking, Joe Biden is you know his life expectancy. He's at the end of his life, right? Yeah, it's gonna be Kamala and Nancy Pelosi. I I see that. <laughs> and and that with the weird thing is that that feeds into people's conspiracy theories. You know, mm-hmm. um, that that feeds into that. Oh, you know. Is he really like running the show? You know, he's a puppet for, you know, Kamala and, um, you know, his wife or whatever. Like he's, you know, Reagan. I don't know if you knew this, mm-hmm. but Reagan, uh, I think it was up until the 2000, I think in the 2000s, they finally released this that Reagan did suffer from dementia and Alzheimer's. And essentially his, his wife was, you know, running the show there for a bit. And, um, but with, with Biden in particular and like, dude, I actually, I approve of the things he's done so far, like as a progressive, you know, as a, I I think I describe myself as a left-wing progressive populist. Um, I, I think that of course, do I want more? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, the, the, the problem that I have with the cares act, um, and the American rescue plan um, is essentially this is just an adrenaline shot. This isn't structural change, you know, right? Uh, to where it's going to actually address the systemic issues that we've had, you know, for the last forty years, or uh, that have essentially undermined the working class and the middle class, you know, and it, it definitely leaves more to be desired. But under a Republican Senate and Republican, you know, House, and even you know Trump, I I don't think that you know the American Rescue Plan would have been, you know, what it is, even though, mm-hmm. even though that Donald Trump did want, you know, $2,000 checks. Um, I, I still think that he would have been battling a Republican, you know, house and Senate, uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to fight for those things. And whereas, you know, with Biden, like, yeah, like I, 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 you know, I agree with, you know, the American rescue plan. Like it's, it's nice seeing money in people's pockets. And, uh, I've said this before too, like, Everything that they've told you and I and, you know, the listeners that couldn't be done is now being done, you know, mm. that it, it just takes the political will, um, you know, like universal basic income, for example, like I learned about that in college. Um, I didn't think in my lifetime that I would actually experience that, mm-hmm. uh, whereas that's now the most popular legislation, le- legislative action, um, you know, to date. The modern Congress, yeah. you know, uh, to where they've got fourteen hundred dollars to spend, or six hundred bucks, or twelve hundred dollars, to where that money's not only being put in the pockets of Americans, it's going directly back into the economy. Yeah, you, you know, and I, I think it pretty much lifts the veil of trickle down economics. That it's you know that's been a failure. You know that um, you know they've essentially just hoarded their wealth like dragons. And yeah, um, you know, I, I think I saw the figure. Um, you know, I think Bezos's wealth, uh, throughout the summer 
grew by like 50 billion dollars you know like what what like what does that even mean you know other than like i know what that means you know he's added 50 billion dollars to his net net worth but like how did he actually earn that it's all dogecoin (laughs) (laughs) you know uh do do you invest in cryptos at all Uh, no it just seems too silly i i yeah man hey we were saying that you know five years ago and now you've got goldman sachs jp morgan chase bank you know all the big big money you know into it now and Mm -hmm. um i don't think i ever told you the story i have a friend um and when he listens you'll know i'm i'm talking about him the guy had a shit ton of bitcoin back in 2011 and uh when i was in college like after i'd get out track practice you know, I'd, I'd hop on, uh, it was TeamSpeak back in the day, but um, I think it's like Discord now. And he, he was like, Will, you got to get Bitcoin. Like, it's it's the future. It's where things are going. Um, and I, I was like, buddy, I, I don't I don't have time for this, man. I You know, I got to study and whatnot. And I wish I would have listened to him because son of a bitch, man. If, like, I think he had hundreds of Bitcoin at one point. I think he sold sold them when they hit like a couple hundred dollars worth. But I don't think any of them saw that it'd be $60,000, you know, US dollars to one Bitcoin. Yeah. And whatnot. You know, you've got millennial millionaires overnight. Oh, yeah. You know, like, do, do you think like we'll, we'll you know, be in the, I, I feel like the track we're going on is this weird dystopian, you know, Blade Runner future that oh a hundred percent oh yeah like i I mean look at austin i think austin's a good example you've got you know a tech city and you've got you know homeless you know just like just sprawling throughout the city and whatnot to where like on the high rises it's really nice but if you go under the bridge that's not where you want to be you know yeah i mean yeah we're definitely looking at like a blade runner future that is that's that's definitely on the horizon. God damn! Oh, it's so depressing to me. Yeah, uh, and, and like, <laughs> I, I mean, that, and that's you know something to tie into is that you know uh, whether it was comedy or the arts or you know um, you know going out, they were a break, you know, from this like harsh reality. You know that mm-hmm. living is suffering, and um, and that's like uh, I I think now it's coming back. Um, you know, but how, how fast is it coming back? You know, is it fast enough? Um, you know, we're in Texas, you know, when we lifted the mask mandates, dude, like, God, <laughs> God, you know, um, did, do you have like, there, there, uh, like in your social circles, do you have any like anti-maskers and whatnot? No, oh, no. I, I honestly, I've never come really come across those people. Oh, man, um, I don't have any conservative friends i mean my last job i worked with some fairly like fairly conservative people but yeah nothing like that nothing like that man imagine all the like i've seen it like time and time again just retail workers and like baristas just getting fucking harassed you know they're just you know literally like hey it's our company policy dude imagine if we still worked at new balance uh, that would be that would be a trip i would uh shotgun oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know but but man um with like in the next you know i I feel like 2021 
is is not like the progress of 2020 like there for a bit in 2020 i i really would feel that um you know i, I thought things were getting like horrible you know that i i i did like doomsday prepper like mindset there for a bit to where you know i'm a gun owner and like i was like you know i need another gun like <laughs> and uh back in um back in april um of last year i went to to go pick up a gun i bought and it was pandemonium like i've never never seen a, a gun store that busy but man there are people that clearly have never owned a firearm in their life that were there shopping with their family uh, oh dude i i almost got i almost got a, a handgun get out of here yeah I, I seriously i went to cabela's with one of my friends and we looked around but there was really nothing there no bullets you know it's like yeah yeah dude it's it's crazy it's absolutely yeah. crazy and yeah i um dude i got like and, and to the listeners i hope this doesn't freak you out but i uh i started like oh my god like how am i gonna source ammo and you know i'm gonna have to start growing food and you know the government's gonna essentially be taken over you know uh after after january 6th that's like mm-hmm. once like i was like oh son of a bitch here we go like you know civil war two uh boog- electric boogaloo you know <laughs> and uh, yeah <laughs> and uh man it's um there, there's definitely like two parts to it one it's like in jest it's like oh hey you know people storming the capital like how crazy mm-hmm. is that america <laughs> but <laughs> but two there there's like it, it, to take the political you know scientist analysis of it there's something inherently wrong. The last people that, you know, stormed, uh, did an insurgency on our capital was the British, you know, a hundred and God, nearly probably 200 years ago at this point. Right. Yeah. That was the war of 1812. Yeah. 1812, right? Yeah. So, yeah. um, the red coats were the last ones to, 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 to invade the capital. And, uh, something is going very wrong. And I talked, talked about this on another guy's podcast was, uh, Ashley Babbitt, the, uh, air force veteran that got shot and killed there in the, in the, the Capitol, uh, man, believe it or not, she was an Obama voter. Oh, wow. And how does someone go from an Obama voter to storming the Capitol, you know, 12 years later. Right. And, um, Maybe she just wanted to see the sights. <laughs> God, God. <laughs> like, oh, let me climb through this window. You're right? Yeah, and, I mean, that's, how, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You and, know? <laughs> and man, uh, and God, Texans really did a horrible job of representing us. There was that real estate, um, uh, that real estate oh, lady yeah, that real in estate Frisco. Lady. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like, hey, could I go to Mexico? on uh my my vacation and whatnot i don't know if the mm-hmm. judge granted that but um you know like it, it's almost like yeah i stormed the capital so what you know um yeah where i think this kind of delves into to something that i want to ask you about where does this like entitlement come from like it's like like yeah you know the government's supposed to we're a representative democracy uh, but there's there's this entitlement that is almost inherent that we've both experienced, like whether it's working mm-hmm. retail or also just seeing like, you know, Karen's in general, like on, on the web, like there, there's this level of entitlement that, that is this hierarchy that rises to, you know, like, yeah, I'm entitled to storm my capital, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. I, I mean, maybe I think as far as storming the Capitol, I think there was more like mob mentality, but, um, yeah, I mean, they felt like they, they were allowed to do it. Um, I don't know. Did, did you see that ever happening in your lifetime? No. Well, I was going to do it first. That <laughs> uh, we're on a fucking watch list now because of you. Yeah, so. yeah, we're definitely, yeah. yeah some, some, some black SUVs are going to roll up. <laughs> you know, I think I hear a knock at my door now. You yeah, know? yeah, same here. Yeah, so, but no, um, I, I it, it definitely is bothersome. You know, it, oh, yeah. it, it really is like that, that are, and our, it'll just get, I think it'll just get worse. Do, do you I think mean, things it, like it, this year, do you, like, I mean, hell, we had someone, um, uh, essentially, uh, I know they killed a Capitol police officer the other day. They ran him over instead. They ran him over. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it, uh, shit like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just other like, people are just going to get, I guess for lack of a better, braver and braver when it comes to shit like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's wild. Never thought I'd see this. Well, no, it, it, it's honestly concerning. Like, because yeah. it's, it's, it's like one, it's like, well, yeah, I'm not going to go to a fucking movie theater now, not only because of COVID, but fuck, like somebody's going to come in and shoot me, you know? Oh yeah. Um, or, oh yeah. I'm not going to go to a grocery store when I can just have them delivered because somebody's going to fucking come in and shoot me, you know? Yeah. Or blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and like, this is coming from, you know, uh, I think I'm the, the, the most left person I know other than one other guy who's literally like he's a, a communist and and whatnot and oh, uh, nice. yeah That's exactly sexy. it's That's actually sexy. it's actually very <laughs> fun talking to him because we him and I have actual disagreements on like you know how economic structures should be laid out and how governmental structures should work and you know and actually critiquing capitalism but um you know like communism like clearly when you give people, uh, you know, pretty much consolidate power into these singular sources, you know, I personally am of the belief that it just doesn't work, you know, that, you know, if history has taught us anything that, yeah, oh, yeah, like on paper, it's great, you know, but yeah. the, the most, the most successful countries, in my opinion, are those that have socialized the basics, but still have, you know, market systems, um, you know, Denmark, Sweden, um, you know, uh, you know, Nordic countries, but it's, uh, how, how do you become a communist? How, I want to know that story, <laughs> man. Um, you, you know, for them, I, I, you know, I can't speak cause you know, I'm not a commie or anything, but like, I, I see, <laughs> I see the appeal to it, you know, that essentially that the, the capitalist, you know, market system is, you know, disenfranchised, you know, so many, and it leaves so many behind, which it does, you know, and it's essentially immoral. Um, you know, I think COVID is a great example of that. You know, that. Yeah, that's true. That essentially, um, you know, a capitalist system, the a market driven health care system that we have, you know, because I, 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 anyone is, uh, that can convince me that it isn't just profit driven or healthcare system, I, one, I think they're lying. Like, are there good doctors? Yes. But is our healthcare, healthcare system, you know, driven for maximizing profits? Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You know, it's absurd. And, um, and so, 
I, I think that's how they, you know, that they experience, you know, the, the 40, 50, hundred thousand dollar medical bill, or, you know, their, their, uh, their employer, you know, exercises so much, you know, power over them that, Hey, like, Hey, do I actually as a worker have any power within my workplace? Well, when you ask that question, you come to find out and right to work states that, you really don't have a whole lot of power in the workplace. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And I, I think it's it's those things. But, like, my biggest thing is, like, hey, yeah, we should have unions, you know, to, to back workers up, to protect them, you know, because clearly what COVID showed us is that, hey, essential workers, you know, these, these retail, these, you know, baristas, the grocery store workers or janitors. Heroes. Yeah, heroes. yeah the, the quote-unquote <laughs> heroes will we'll run a $15 million ad you know, to talk about how they're heroes, but we won't fucking pay them more, you know? And, oh, yeah. and I thought that was the funniest thing. I think Kroger, um, you know, just to call them out, they, uh, they they ran, you know, a bunch of ads. And then when the workers, uh, I think when their city council and a certain, uh, I don't know this, I don't remember the city, but they passed, you know, Hey, like, yeah, we're going to pay our, our grocery store workers hazard pay because they're having to deal with the public and it's only right. Like on the merits, that is what we should do. We should pay frontline essential heroes, whatever you want to call them more to begin with. But if they're going to be dealing with people like we, we have to, we've got to pay them hazard pay. And Kroger said, Oh, well, we're just going to shut down the grocery store <laughs> and fuck that. Like, yeah. Like $15 billion for an ad. Oh, easy. Pay people more. No. Yeah. No, get the fuck out uh, of here. Yeah. 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 Seven fifty is good enough for you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. And, and man, you know, um, I think people that haven't worked for a wage don't understand, um, the, the hell that it, it actually is, you know, to work an hourly wage. Oh and, yeah. And I think that's where that disconnect comes into play is that there, there is a, there, there's a absolute divorce from what you think working, you know, an hourly w- wage at a grocery store, at a pharmacy, at a, you know, retail store is versus what it actually is, it is absolutely hell, you know? Oh yeah. That's a nightmare. I, I, I'm surprised people can even, like I'll, I'll walk into like CVS and think, you know, this person's probably getting what nine bucks. Like, how, how do you live? Like, wh- where do you live? <laughs> they're, <laughs> like, they're homeless. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're homeless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're laughing because it's a joke, but it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. That, yeah, and you know, yeah, you go go ahead. You know, I, I was gonna say, you know, it, it's yeah, shit can be so ridiculous. You just gotta laugh. No, like there's no no other reaction you can have. Just, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think I think uh, I've had a few like surreal moments in the last uh, the last year or so that I'm just like, what the fuck? This is like I couldn't imagine when I was six years old. I would stare at myself in the mirror. That I know this is weird. But I would, I, and, and, and maybe, but, maybe, but, but no, I would stare at myself in the mirror and I would actually, and I, would, I would, I would think like, Hey, what am I going to look like when I'm, you know, 20 years old, when I'm 25, 30, you know, and, and I can only imagine, you know, how things are going to be and how they're going to be better. But in fact, like. In f- like have things gotten better since i was six years old 
yeah, I have a supercomputer in my pocket and I have access to information at any time I really want if I have said supercomputer in my pocket. Hell, I'm doing a podcast right now, you know, that where, you know, you're hundreds of miles away to when in the 90s, you know, I would have to have had, you know, a radio station and, 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 you know, been like, hey, thanks for coming on 99.5. And uh, we got, uh, got John Vandepaul coming on. And, uh, this ad is brought to you by Ben Gay. <laughs> you know, whatever a 90s medicine was. Yeah. And, and uh, but Mars like, bars. yeah, oh my God. You know, <laughs> Mars bars. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's, uh, man, uh, Show your age. Um, I uh, I was on MySpace the first year, or like once it became available to the public. Um, and like you tell people that, and you're like, they're like, "What the fuck, MySpace?" Like the kids these days are on TikTok, and I, I'm I'm just not on TikTok, man. What was your uh, What was your song on on MySpace? Oh man, I was an emo kid. I was an emo. oh like some forty one kind Dude, of shit. Dude, like. Like some forty one, my chemical romance, oh, uh, yeah. a day to remember. Oh, uh, uh, Lincoln Park. <laughs> Lincoln Park was typically my go to. Um, uh, but thirty seconds to Mars. Um, oh, what's the song? Man. Oh, the song that I can't. Think I of just, the... I just came. Oh yeah. my god! Oh yes, and um, it's, uh, it's literally like that's you. Hell, I remember learning how to write HTML just to to figure out like um you know how to like make my theme and you know and, and, and <laughs> how crucial it was who were your top eight or your top 10 and like how you would expand it you know to like top 24 and whatnot um but i i think myspace is just a music a music uh page is now it still a thing, is it, it still I, a thing? I think it's still a thing i think it's still a wow thing, you know uh, and um, but but it's not that I can't connect with like I just don't see the utility in like you know TikTok now because now I'm you know TikTok is in it is the most insane platform. I mean, you have it. You got two sides to it. You got the 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 dummies doing the shitty dances that requires zero talent, and then you got that dark side of TikTok where it's like literally mental patients or people that need to be in a mental facility doing just the most insane shit like vine was cool vine was cool vine actually required you to be clever but tiktok is just i mean i think that's so indicative of our society is what people do on tiktok it's just mindless pigs just doing just the craziest yeah, just the dumbest shit you're gonna get me <laughs> negative subscribers now <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man is that is that your demo yeah my, my demographic is you know 19 yeah. to to, oh, uh, my... to to 21 year olds that are like just oh TikTok. well tiktok is great i, yeah. I love tiktok y'all, hey, y'all are brilliant let's do a tiktok right now you know uh, oh we should yeah. oh, oh that'd my be god so funny man oh, that'd be, my oh, god. Dude, we should do it we should do a dance all right, man. I can't we dance. Should... I've got bad knees and bad back now. So like, oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're 80 years old. Yeah, exactly. That. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know. Um, but no, I think you're you're riding the money with that. That TikTok is so indicative of like how 
how superficial, you know, and shallow that we've become. Um, yeah. You know, it's that I, I think the movie Vice really did a great job of, you know, display. I don't know if you've seen it. It's with. Um, Is it a. Jamie Foxx? No, it's with uh, Christian Bale. He plays... He, oh, you're right. Jamie Foxx plays the other Vice. Miami Vice. You're thinking Miami Vice. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking Miami, <laughs> Miami Vice. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, Christian Bale plays uh, Dick Cheney. And, uh, oh, and he, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. There, that, that opening sequence is just... He's talking about how everybody just wants to fucking party and get drunk mm-hmm. and numb themselves while that's what, you know, the rich and powerful want them to do so that they can essentially run the show and whatnot. And it's, it, you know, per- perhaps, perhaps, like, you know, can we turn things around? Can we change things? You know, get people you know, away from their phones and actually care about the substantial material well-being of themselves, you know. And, like, uh, a good example is uh, right now, you know, Republicans and uh, moderate Democrats are essentially the infrastructure bill that's uh, that Biden is proposing, uh, that they're wanting to repeal the uh, salt tax, state and local tax and whatnot. And so, uh, and it's like, hell, that generates a ton of revenue for, for cities and, and states in general that, that fund our, our, you know, social welfare programs. And it's, it, it's weird. Like, you know, um, I don't understand like the demonization that, that, you know, people have, you know, for, for those that need assistance. Like, there's nothing wrong with needing help in my opinion, you know, like, and it, it's like, with two uh, a few things it's like you know uh some republicans and libertarians are like yeah we got to get people off you know social welfare programs well okay well let's raise the minimum wage to a living wage well fuck we can't do that like well then mm-hmm. we then we can't get them off of you know these welfare programs right and so like you can't have it both do you just want people to be like indentured servants you know, and like, we should, uh, we should, we should go back to that. Yeah. I would like, it's, I would, I would like to serve. <laughs> it's literally, it's literally like that libertarians are trying to undo essentially FDR's, you know, new deal regulations and policies and, and take us back even farther to feudalism because that's essentially what, you know, what they want. And that'd be wild. If we went back to feudalism, that'd be, that'd be so funny. Just, oh, we just right. keep on going back. Yeah. Back, with back. Like, uh, like, <laughs> uh, it's a, just, uh, first, you know, like this monarchical, like constitutional, you know, system, then to monarchical feudalism and, mm-hmm. and just like, Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm a serf. Like, it, I'm a like surf. Are, are you <laughs> yeah. a serf? Because if you're, if you're not, if you're not, we can't get married, you know? And so, yeah, yeah. uh, Tinder for serfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tender for lords and whatnot it can be called surfer well, but wow you're a billionaire i think now. We, we just came up with a nap uh, i i i'm i'm uh you know i'm gonna end this now uh i've got to work on something you know so just cut you out of it entirely yeah pull a zuckerberg and uh it's man it, it's it's definitely man i i should have before i should have grabbed more beers i grabbed I grabbed a, a man. You gotta try this stuff, Liquid Death. Oh, Liquid Death! I've heard of that. Oh, buddy, you need it. it it's that's it's, like the sponsor for like all the huge, huge podcasts. Is Liquid Death? Yeah, they, uh, they sent me merch. So, 
<laughs> did, did they really? Man, they uh they, I've got a free case of this sparkling water and whatnot. So it's uh they, I've got the is, merch. I've got the merch, but I'm not getting nice. I'm not getting the money. And so Is it uh, any is it any good? I've man, never had it, it. it actually is. It actually is. And I, I'm being serious when I say this, not just because I'm a shill for them. Uh it, it, is, <laughs> it is literally like with Topo Chico, not only are they, uh, you know, owned by Coca Cola, the largest polluters of the planet, um, but uh, their, you know, their cans are infinitely recyclable. Wow, I'm just doing an ad for them right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, how much you getting paid? Do uh, I get? Do I get a cut? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll send you a taste, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, and no, so they, they, uh, it, it's actually good. Like Topo Chico is like it has. You know, it's found carcinogenic levels. If you drink it over an extended period of time, it's bad for the environment. And, you know, honestly, it makes like makes my eyes water like it's too sharp where this is like a happy medium and whatnot. I'm really yeah, hoping that's... they come out with a hard seltzer. So, um, you know, just to compete with a topo and whatnot. But, hey, I like it. It's definitely damn good and whatnot. When we do one of these in person. Well, you know, crack crack them open and whatnot. Oh so, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah! It, it, give, give me some, give me some swag. Oh, uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what size you wear? <laughs> but uh, but uh, but no, man. Um, it, it, to finish the thought, uh, I, I it, it's it's weird because like I, I do think things are going to get worse before they get better, and I I think there are actual policies that we can do to to. to dig ourselves out of this you know this ditch yeah but it's it's like we're we're all distracted we're all wondering. yeah and no one's gonna do it let's be honest no one's <laughs> man gonna that's do that's, it. that's 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 what's crazy uh is this it, it's almost like the system has bred apathy you know to, oh yeah to where oh, it's yeah. like like oh okay i'll accept you know my my penance and whatnot and and hey fuck it fuck it you know yeah. like oh uh, i'm a i'm a surf now great like yeah hey <laughs> thank you <laughs> do i get to keep my iphone sweet <laughs> <laughs> thank you um but but it's like yeah it's these little fiefdoms you know like uh you know the georgia voter law the uh you know essentially them oh so that's so that's so crazy i that, that I, shit. I don't like man i'm torn on voter id and whatnot um you know i i like the, the thing about voter fraud is 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 that it's absolutely measurable you know the the heritage foundation a right-wing think tank you know have have done numerous studies on this to where you're more than likely to win the lottery and get struck by lightning than you know to to actually like commit voter fraud you know and yeah. the the amount of voter fraud that would be required it's all it's like flat earth everybody would have to be in on it you know yeah, and that, yeah. that all the 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 air airline pilots and the topographers and you know cartographers they would just all have to be in on it you know yeah like yeah. like uh have you ever flown in a plane oh well they, <laughs> you know they've got the, the craziest explanation for me was like yeah there's like a holographic system at the top of the planes that project you know a 3d holographic you know i'm sold uh, i'm sold yeah <laughs> like, like but i i think what that is symptomatic of is that the material well-being of people have has just gone so bad that they they can't they can't you know fathom that hey like 
you know, are, are the, are politicians just being bought and, you know, essentially enacting policies that no one wants, you know, for the last 40 years? Like, no, there's no way. Like I have a voice in government when in fact they don't know that they only have a 30% chance. Like if there's a, a piece of legislation that, you know, a majority of people want is that they have a 30% chance of it actually getting enacted and passed. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I think they they just they don't you know it's like oh no like I have a voice in government but um, they they don't know that in fact like um, it's not I it it's depending on how much money you have uh, how much of a voice in government you have right mm-hmm. oh yeah and oh, that, yeah. no no one ha- really has to say I mean it's it's such it, a it's, minute. it's all run by Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> well, well, so that's the thing is like you can make that argument that mm-hmm. um, you know the, these billionaires and you know these elites um, are essentially running the show, and it's um, it's definitely sad, man. It's definitely sad, you know, just seeing yeah. like like people you know buy into these conspiracy theories that you know whether it's flat Earth or. Or, or or fucking lizard people. I haven't heard that one in a long time. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think I think shit's just got so bad that people just need something to believe in. Like Q, I think that was just a remedy for people who are just on the edge and they just need to believe something. Let's go storm the Capitol. That'll give me something to do. You know, <laughs> something, like <laughs> something to do on a Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a car club. Yeah, I don't have a job. Let me go fucking break into the to the White House. <laughs> like, Man, it, you know this is something that I thought of was during the you know the rioting uh, uh, last last summer was that not only are people like actually paying attention because they're not enmeshed in their work because you know work is almost a distraction uh, to where like they don't have time to pay attention to you know like wealth inequality yeah. or tax reform. Or, you know, minimum wage reform. Like, they, they've got to work. Where Whereas, like, hey, we all got furloughed, you know, back in, you know, March. And nobody was fucking working. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you had to work, you know, you know, my, my heart goes out to them. But they're yeah. like, hey, like, you know, what happened to George Floyd? That's horrible. Like, I'm going to go out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show people how horrible it was. And they're going to, you know, have their voice heard. To where it was like almost a, a throwback to, you know, the 60s and 70s that, you know, you had not only a pandemic, uh, you know, s- scale from, you know, Spanish flu 1917, you had, you know, Great Depression like unemployment. Um, and then you had the civil rights movement of the 60s and 70s, you know, all into one, you know. And uh, then I, like I had Vietnam on top of that uh, as well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's it's it's. It's crazy. You know, I, I mm-hmm. wanted to go and protest with, you know, uh, with fellow protesters. But man, like I was honestly scared of COVID. I was like, fuck, like, guys, there's no way that we should probably be gathering in, in crowds. I, I, I agree. I, I, I do kind of feel like, yeah, should we all be doing this? Yeah. Even though this, this sentiment is just fantastic. But I mean, I, I thought about, you know, going out to like some of these like women's protests yeah. And like, uh, like uh, the Austin Capitol, um, but yeah, I, I, w- I was like a little you, bit on the nose. Did you get vaccinated? No. Um, you get vaccinated, buddy. 
I don't know. If, I, it's just. Uh, oh, are you one of those I, anti-vaxxers? Oh. No, I'm not an anti. No, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. You can get me canceled. Uh, exactly, <laughs> canceled. Um, I just, I don't know. I, 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 it, I feel like it's still too soon. You know, really, kind of a little bit on the on the fence about it. Okay, okay, I think that's fair. I think the thing behind the vaccine hesitation, you know, I think there there's a large statistic of people that are hesitant of the vaccine. And something they don't know is that, you know, mRNA vaccination technology has been, in, you know, in the works since like late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's not something that, you know, we just like cooked up, you know, in the, in the back of a shed and uh, like, hey, here you go. Uh, this is something that has been tried and tested. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and I, I think it is the best shot of getting, you know, no pun intended, but best shot of getting back to somewhat, you know, to, to resemble pre-COVID times uh, to where mm-hmm. we could go to movie theaters, we could go to comedy clubs, we could go see our friends and family and, like, you know, not feel uncomfortable. And, and it's... Um, you know, I've, I have plenty of friends and family that, you know, are, you know, have adopted this anti-vaccination ideology of like, oh, well, you know, we're going to achieve herd immunity one way or another. Well, the, the fastest way we can achieve herd immunity is through people getting vaccinated, you know, that you cannot achieve the highest levels of herd immunity without, you know, getting vaccinated. And yeah, I'll probably end up getting it at, at some point. I just, yeah, it's does it cost something does it no it's free a- it's free man i mean we we oh. subsidized it so taxpayers paid for it so like we paid for it but it's free at point of sale so i mean we, oh shit where, where do you get it done i uh, i think you gotta look up on the dshs website um in austin like i went to communicare there in kyle um to to get it but i think there's local clinics and whatnot and there's the like vaccine super centers you know but i just want there to be like some normalcy to return because like like with covid like we you know we're focused on covid and it's still like yes we should still be worried about it. i'm not you know saying that we're out of the woods um i think in the united states by august september october like you know the fall and winter is that you know essentially i think we'll start seeing uh you know some sense of normalcy and then by march of next year you know, you, you, you won't see as many, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, stipulations when going into businesses and whatnot. Yeah. You know? what, what, do you, what do you miss most doing? Man, honestly, like like you, uh, going out to a movie theater. Um, but up until recently, um, I hadn't seen my family in a really long time. Like, after um, literally, after I, you know, finish, finish editing <clears throat> and, um, you know, the recording with, with you, man, I'm, I'm going to go see, have a my first barbecue uh back with the family you know as a non-practicing Ooh. catholic i get invited to the the to the easter barbecue still so <laughs> <laughs> you know and um it's uh you know i miss that i really do i miss like seeing friends and family i miss seeing uh you know people you know and and like and you know hey inviting people to the home studio and having them sit across the table for me to where you know like we can have like you know not that like this is you know bad but i definitely think you know you and i would be more engaged. i mean this uh, yeah <laughs> you know like back in the day when i started you know doing at my kitchen table now you know i've got a room you know dedicated mm-hmm. a podcast studio quote unquote um you know and it's uh 
you know, I miss that. I, I miss like, you know, the, the, you know, I was a people watcher to an extent. Like I loved seeing people like interact with each other and back, you know, this time last year, dude, the streets were empty. Um, you know, you literally had deer and wildlife re-encroaching back into to the city because they're, you know, like, Hey, like where did all the cars? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Kobe Wovey was the best thing to happen to animals. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the funniest thing. The CO2 emissions that essentially, you know, that got offset by people, um, you know, uh, by not going to work and not going out. Like, uh, we, we saw a break for the environment. But I think, you know, that's going to be the next big, you know, event is like we're going to start seeing, you know, climate refugees and, you know, and the next 10, 20, 20 years, you know, uh, you know, to, to jump on that real quick, man. How'd you how'd you do with the the, the freeze, the, the winter storm? I was I got real lucky. I still had power, still had water. Um, yeah, it was actually it was actually fine for me. And I love cold weather as well. So it, it was uh, really nothing yeah fuck you <laughs> man negative negative 15 degree weather for me I, i'm a little guy man i i don't got that much man i did put on the quarantine 15 and whatnot uh, i was doing uh physical therapy last week and uh they were taping my back and Haley, if you hear this uh i i was so i was like embarrassed like fuck she's gonna see my love handles and whatnot <laughs> and, uh, and i got these love handles going and whatnot so uh, oh same here i'm still working on them hey but hey you know um the the biggest pain in the ass for me was finding uh a gym home gym equipment last year and uh dude i i overpaid i like a pair of dumbbells that would have cost me like you know these these adjustable dumbbell sets that would have cost me like two hundred bucks. I paid eight hundred dollars for. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know I'm not not proud of it, but man, I needed to work out. And um, not and, that bad. Yeah, I, I know, I know. And and it, it's I think Vox or Vice wrote a really good article on pretty much these these surge in pricing and uh you know just these these scavenger pricing of uh you know home gym equipment um and yeah man i you know i started working out from home and um but yeah during the winter storm though man it was like living in a third world country and uh oh yeah definitely it definitely felt like that oh yeah man i i've wrote this article that i have yet to post i need to post it but it's, it's called goldfish and it's essentially like you know hey you know we we had a horrible you know uh like climate event happen and fuck our 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 our, our politicians and, and and city leaders and state leaders ERCOT, you know ferc they all failed us right and you know you had millions of people without power millions of people without yeah. power and without water and um you know people died you know whether it was through hypothermia or carbon monoxide poisoning man uh my power went out sunday night uh i fell asleep with power on on sunday i woke up on monday without power power didn't come back on till thursday afternoon and dude uh i read a book uh a long time ago it was um Fuck, go figure. I try to quote a book. Uh, uh, <laughs> Lights Out. Uh, Lights Out is one of the books. And then uh, One Second After. One Second After. It's a really good novel. Um, it's essentially like what if the United States got hit by a, a high altitude EMP. And uh, man, it started making me think back to that because, uh, 
you know, hey, 72 hours without the lights on, uh, dude, I was going to have to start salting meat. Like, yeah, you know, and and like digging a digging a root cellar in the backyard and uh, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, and and um, man, it, it it started making me think, like, fuck, like, am I able to actually survive without you know electricity? And honestly, like, I think you know modern comforts have softened us so much. Oh yeah, that yeah, man, like, dude, like I wouldn't last. Yeah, dude, if I were like thrown out in the wild, I I would last. Maybe an hour. <laughs> I, I have no survival skills or anything like that. I'm. I'm I mean, even, even tell like a bear a joke. Was, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do stand up for some deer. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, fucking Walking Dead and whatnot, bartering jokes. Uh, yeah, fucking hey, man. Uh, no, I'm right there with you. Like, I thought my survival skills were like you know kind of sharp, but no, it kind of showed me like, hey, I need to. You know, uh, not that I'm like this doomsday prepper now or anything, but fuck, man. Like, I wouldn't, I don't ever want to be in that position again to where, you know, I'm not able to take care of myself or my loved ones and um, just how how reliant we are on our creature comforts. It's, uh, it's definitely like, it's definitely concerning like that. And, you know, whether it's a, a climate event or, you know, an EMP or anything like that, that, Hey, we could get taken back to 1850. And oh, so easily, so easily. Fucking hey, back to feudalism, baby. Yeah, back to feudalism. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we're headed. Yeah, exactly. You know, I can't wait to be a serf. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't wait to you know just just be a serf and my kid to be yeah. a serf and you know his kid to be a serf and you know there we go. Like it's a, just a caste system, and yeah. uh, um, and uh, and uh, I. I think I would like to be a uh, iron worker uh, more than anything, you know, not a farmer. That's a good one. Yeah, that's the yeah the farmer ones. You get sick, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and and you know weather weather permits, you know, you might not have a good uh, good uh, crop and whatnot. So yeah, I might I might get into prostitution. I think that. That's the the oldest uh, workplace. Uh, in, in I'm, I'm keeping it traditional. Hey, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, if we're gonna be feudal, you know, we're gonna be serfs. Hey, equal opportunity, baby. Equal exactly, opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'll, I'll take some cum in the hair. Oh know? my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, man, uh, a buddy of mine. He sent me a meme. Um, I think I got a picture of it. It's uh. Fuck! I'll probably get canceled uh, for that. I don't even know if I could say it. It's it's not like horrible, but uh, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you after uh, okay, this. Okay, okay. You know, uh, but I I could not imagine imagine having a having a child right now. You know, in the in the near future and whatnot. And I, a lot of my contemporaries, our contemporaries, are are having kids now. I'm just like, dude, how the fuck are you doing it? Like, oh, dude, all my all do all my friends are fucking having kids. I think it's almost. I think it's almost irresponsible to have a kid at, at like at this juncture. Yeah. Um, oh, like, what world? Are like you... climate change, or like the economy, or like uh, like what's why? Why do you say that? Yeah, I mean, just all of it. I mean, you know, COVID, climate change, and just you know, just a weird, just a weird time in society. Like, I would, I would never want to bring a kid into this world right now. Like, maybe if it slows down, calms down, but. At this point, not that I could, because I'm not with anyone, so that's not an option. <laughs> you hear that, ladies? You hear that? <laughs> and uh, 
Now, I'll be sure to get your socials and everything just so that we can see where people can follow you and whatnot here at the end of this. But, <laughs> but man, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you right there. You know, uh, current uh, significant other and I, we've been together now three years. And like now it's like, you know, parents and I are, are like, uh, this is this is not the crazy one I was with when we, we were working together. What not? Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But um, but yeah, no, my parents are like, hey, you know, like we're getting old and you're getting old and, you know, like kids, you know, grandkids, you know, we want them. And I, I just like, man, you know, I I I. I told this to people when I was like 18, I'm going to have my first Ferrari by the time, um, you know, I have a kid and, um, now I'm settling for like a fucking Yukon, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh it, it's a 1992 Camry. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You know, those fuckers will run forever. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, man, I had a, I had a, not that Mustang I had, uh, but I, I bought a Mustang back in 2017 and uh dude i sold that piece of shit fucking like it, dude it made me such a narcissist and uh i love that car it was beautiful you know but you know it made me such a narcissist to where uh like i, I imagine like in every conversation like oh yeah you see that mustang hey that's mine you know like mm. <laughs> you know like hey forty thousand dollar car you know like yeah it's like my my ferrari so to say but uh but yeah, like I mean, the cost of living has just risen so much to where it's like, fuck, you know, I still got some student loans that I'm paying on, and it's like, say so even, you know, how, how can I, you know, balance do this balancing act of, you know, you know, uh, every every cost that is associated with a, a child. I mean, uh, do you like other than COVID, or I, I should add, structure this question um, before COVID? Did you see yourself like wanting to have kids? Well, no, I've I've never wanted kids. Really? Oh no. Oh man, never. You're, you're a special breed. I I do not like kids, and I, I would. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I just that's just. I just don't want the responsibility, and and maybe that'll change. But it's like why I don't have a dog. Like I love dogs, but mm. I just I don't want the responsibility. Maybe it's because I'm just na naturally a pretty lazy person. No, oh, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful and motivating. And you're doing stand up and shit. We gotta get you back on the stage, man. Oh, I know we do. We do. I definitely miss it. Uh, but it was also like, I got, it was just long nights. It was like, a, it was a second job pretty much. They get paid for it. <laughs> hey, and that's okay, man. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I do miss it. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I don't miss those long nights in a bar. Yeah. Waiting to talk to drunk people who oh. <laughs> oh, are seconds away from passing out at their table. Like, <laughs> oh, fucking, like they're just sitting there just, yeah, I mean, on a Thursday night, those are weird crowds. Man, I love uh, <laughs> I love hearing uh, comedians talk about their early days and whatnot because that's like the you got the weirdest crowd, you got the toughest crowd, like there at the beginning and whatnot. And yeah, you got a crowd of mo mostly other comedians who are on the list, and then you just got the 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 weirdos out on a on a Tuesday getting hammered on vodka sodas so oh, it's like god <laughs> fucking cheap ass motherfuckers and whatnot yeah uh, man um i went to my first bar a few weeks ago because i'm vaccinated you know i'm you know i'm not a a fucking anti-vaxxer like you and <laughs> 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 and uh 
<laughs> and uh, as soon as I, I you know I, I was eligible I was like oh fuck yeah fuck, you know, stab me in the arm you know and uh, yeah and I, I will say this I've said this a few times on the show is that I did have a bad reaction to the second shot like I, I honestly did I got the shot at 9 o'clock in the morning um, you know 12 hours later at 9 o'clock at night you know I started feeling off and then 2 o'clock in the morning I woke up with a 101 Degree fever, hundred one, hundred and two. Well, it's probably because of the chip they put in you. Yeah, I, I got the five G installed. Those just updated, <laughs> you know. And uh, <laughs> fucked it. And uh, I, uh, man, dude, that was rough. It was a rough like two hours, like from two to four. You know, I, I literally was so cold, but you know, I was burning up that I had to get in the shower, and you know, just I just needed something like you know, equalize, and I probably made my fever fucking worse than anything, you know, just baking myself alive, but, yeah. um, yeah, man, uh, it, it was so weird, too, when I first went to get the shot, because I was the, the only person, you know, that didn't see, you know, Jimmy Carter as president, <laughs> and, you know, there in line, and, uh, it, it was like, it was getting those eyeballs, like, what the fuck is this fucking kid doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, he he stole a line shot. I'm sorry, I've got you know fucking asthma. My bad, and and whatnot. And um, and so I I mean I think the more people that get vaccinated, the better. And yeah, um, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. I I I just like this point when when you're you're talking to people about you know I I whether it's COVID, whether it's Trump, or just fucking politics, it's just like. You know, they're, they're so, they've dug their heels in so much and, you know, there's, there's no room for like, you know, open-mindedness and, you know, if, if you critique, you know, one of those things, like with, with COVID, it's like settled. It's like, what the fuck are you saying? Like 500 and something thousand people haven't died. Fuck. Experts are pointing to that more people have died that the, the, you know, we're not counting people that died at home, you know, uh, that never went to a hospital. Right. And, um, you know, are you, are you just calling them fake actors? And, uh, you know, that's, that's concerning within itself. And, and, you know, with, with, with Trump, it's like they, they adopted him as a part of their identity, you know, that there, there's a difference between, between, you know, a Trump supporter and a Biden voter. And, you know, fuck, I wrote Bernie in, man. <laughs> I wrote Bernie in and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and like, I was like, fuck, like, I, no, neither of these assholes have earned my vote. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I really view it as like, hey, you got to earn my vote. Like, you, the, what have you done, you know, to actually earn my vote? And with, with, um, with Biden, you know, I'm right there with you. I, I don't think the fucker's going to make it. You know, and and just seeing him talk the other day and fucking him, you know, bust his ass on the stairs, and you know that I was like, I thought that guy was gonna roll back and just like split his head open. I mean, that was a bad fall. And and it was like, it's like fuck it, hey man. Like at the very least, like I'm not a Biden defender by any stretch of the imagination, but fuck, I was like, I was like, damn, you're really making this hard. You're really making this hard, you you know. And it's it's. It's definitely like with with Trump. I mean, dude, the fucker's old too. But I have never seen someone so old with so much fucking energy. And mm-hmm. uh, like, I don't know what he's doing. If he's snorting Sudafed, or if he's you know bumping lines there in the Oval Office and whatnot. But Jesus Christ, man! Oh, they gotta have some good coke in the oh. White House. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 
fucking god and uh you know i i i i just want i just want people to to have you know some sense of normalcy uh, and in their lives, you know, like they they've been disenfranchised in so many ways, and COVID was, you know, just like the fucking cherry on top, the big fuck you, you know, to them that you know, oh, like was I gonna lose my job before COVID? Probably not, and then they did, you know, uh, you know, and it's it's uh, there's a book that um, I think I, I've told you to read if you haven't, um, but it's called Bullshit Jobs by uh, David Graeber, and um, if you you definitely should add that to your reading list, man. And it, it talks about, you know, how, you know, people are just not engaged in their workplace, that literally there are, you know, categories of jobs that are, you know, just bullshit, you know, that they, they're they just a placeholder that literally their job could be automated or their job's just like not even, you know, it has no utility. I think there is a good example in the book that talks about the, the there's a man in Spain that literally just stopped going to work and no one noticed, like. And he went and got his master's degree. Then he got his doctorates, and he became a uh, a, a expert in a um, a Jewish philosopher and whatnot. And finally, they were like, "Okay, where the fuck is this guy at?" You know, you know. And he's over here getting his doctorates and whatnot. Damn, what you know, job is this? Oh my, this job? I think he worked uh, at a water treatment plant or or some. Hell, yeah. oh, that's the move. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and and it's you know that we we've measured you know country success in terms of GDP, but, you know, I think Andrew Yang, uh, Democrat candidate was, uh, uh, you know, onto something. I think he's running for mayor right now, but, uh, we, we shouldn't measure in GDP, but GHP, you know, global, you know, uh, happiness and whatnot and, uh, product, you know, how, how, how happy are people? Because I, I think if you ask the majority of people, like, are they happy doing what they do day in and day out? They're not. No, no, you know. definitely not. You know, would people... I mean, that's why I get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, and, you know, like, if if you could, like, would comedy be what you would do for the rest of your life, or is there something else? Oh, 100%. In a perfect world, I would take my ass out to L.A. and do stand-up for the rest of my life. And just be one. Or, I, I, well, everyone's coming to Austin now, so L.A.'s kind of... Yeah, I was gonna say like Austin's literally turned into like San Fran, L.A. and uh, yeah, yeah, it really, it really has. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure how much you follow comedy, but I mean, all the big comedians are coming out to Austin. Like yeah. Joe Rogan is out here; he's yep. he's building a, a comedy club. Fucking it's God. just a stream of these incredible comedians. So, but yeah, no, um, yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, I enjoy what I. I tolerate my job. <laughs> I tolerate your job, man. Uh, I was going to tell you this: once you get vaccinated, now that you're not vaccinated, once you get vaccinated, we need to go to a comedy club. Like I, I oh I, yeah, I, I know you. You know good comedians and whatnot. And I've only, I've only been to like one in San Antonio. I've never like seen like a you know professional. That was the LOL. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think so. This was like back in 2017, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like that, this seems like yesterday, but fuck, man, it was four years ago now at this point, you know? And so it's like fucking, you know, time is just like, you know, it's just like one day after another into another to where it's, it's like, it's just flashing before our eyes and whatnot, you know, high school, college. And then next thing you know, you're fucking, you know, getting married and, and, you know, then you're, 
you're doing a podcast and you know <laughs> and, and uh then stand up comedian and uh man yeah we're gonna have to go to a comedy club dude i would i would love nothing more than to go to a comedy show with you that would be fucking amazing man, what, what was the last comedy uh, uh show you went and saw a person oh it was last week oh shit oh okay uh, man, yeah you're a ballsy uh, the, guy. Uh, the yeah the, the paramount um they're doing comedy again okay okay and, yeah and um cap cities opening up again at the domain and their new location um but but yeah i mean i can't i can't even begin to describe how good it is to go see comedy again no no i i i can only imagine i mean uh, yeah one of the the podcasters i did a show with yesterday uh she uh you know she she was in theater and you know that was like you know her her her, her life her love and instead it's you know it's it's closed down now and you know i I think in you know certain states that you know do do i agree with like the lifting of the mask mandate no like i i don't i think that the mask mandate should stay the the state mask mandate should have stayed in place you know if the goal is to ensure that covid19 does not propagate and we should do everything in our power until you know we're at 80 80 i think it's like 85 percent you know vaccinated to you know achieve herd immunity i think that's the number we should have waited on but i I think abbott was in the wrong uh to lift that because that's only burdened you know small businesses and these frontline workers to you know fend for themselves you know like that that guy last year that fucking got stabbed to death there at a dollar general you know for telling you know lady put her you know hey you gotta have a mask on and whatnot and uh you know, it's just insane. It's like COVID is, you know, made, it has shown more of the worst of us and it has shown more of the better in us, you know, and it's shown how selfish, you know, a lot of people are. And, uh, but do so to finish that point, I, I think that, you know, seeing as people are getting vaccinated now and that we can safely, you know, do some activities like, yeah. Let's, let's open up comedy clubs doesn't mean you gotta you know jam pack them with you know 500 people into a venue but um you know we we should definitely be encouraging you know our small businesses to you know and um you know the arts to open back up and whatnot and we could do it safely and uh it's not that the scientists aren't saying that they're actually saying you know the opposite that hey there's actual ways we can mitigate that whether it's mask yeah. wearing social distancing you know, I think that's smart. Um, yeah, I saw Joe Rogan move to, uh, to, to Austin. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, man, one of these days I'll get on a show. One of these, I, I fucking hope, you know, but. but that would be, um, dude, that, that would be so cool uh, if that happened at some point. God, man, he's, he's, the, he's the Howard Stern of our generation now. You know? Yeah, he really is. And, Although uh, his podcast can be a little too long. Uh, like, man, yeah, I mean, fuck, uh, where, what are we at now? Like fucking an hour and 40 minutes and whatnot, so. That's true. Yeah, yeah we're, we're we're doing Joe Rogan level. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and I always enjoy talking to you, bud. And, oh, and, same uh, here, man. Know, same so. here, dude. But I, I, um, I, I think like I, I agree there for a bit with with Joe, man. I had to stop listening to him because he he became so like anti like COVID, anti mask, like just like. Well, you think like just vitamin D alone is going to, you know, save people and whatnot. And, you know, if the science comes out and shows that, fuck yeah, I'll believe it. But man, like, are, are we fucking, you know, um, 
you know, epidemiologists and, you know, virologists. No, we're not. And like, we should. Well, I am. I am. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I know all about it. I, I've studied the, the human body for a long time. So. Ex- exactly. Fuck, man. <laughs> what am I, you know, exactly. And so uh, I, I, I found it, you know, problematic when, you know, he, he just started like, uh, there's a fuck. Uh, forget the doctor's name, the, the epidemiologist from uh, Baylor that he would always have on. Um, I have one of his books, Blue Marble Health. The guy, he hasn't had him back on, you know, because he like, you know, Joe became like almost like anti-mask, anti-vax. And I don't think anti-vax, more anti-mask and like social distancing and whatnot. Because I think yeah. like, you know, he had a vested interest in, you know, um, you know, making sure that people were, you know, returning back to work and whatnot and, mm-hmm. you know, going out to comedy clubs and, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, when you have that powerful of a voice, I mean, I think you'd want to, like, get things right, be on the safer side instead of fucking just, like, saying the earth is flat, essentially, you know. Oh, I, I, I totally agree. His his tone, and I don't listen to him uh, really anymore, but it's, it's, that, it's that real, like, meathead mentality. Yeah. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna wear a mask. And yeah, no, I but, I agree. I agree. Like, there's a, a selfishness, selfishness. I can't even fucking say that word. Uh, <laughs> that that you know people have have shown in the last you know year. I don't think I said that earlier, but it's like it's it's brought out the worst in us, you know. And that's why I think things are almost gonna get worse before they get better. Um, because it's 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 so it's crazy, man. I've I've seen like uh you know people that you know I enjoy talking to where I just can't even talk to them anymore. Um, yeah, you know whether like it, they they were on this like track like you know with you know with Trump and then you know with you know the system is like rigged. Like yes, it's rigged, but like you're 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 voting against your own interests, you know, and um and then you know oh like you know voting's rigged and whatnot and you know these illegals are taking our jobs and and you know essentially where they have all these grievances but they 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 don't actually have the right answer you know their that their their answer is in fact like in the opposite of what would actually you know fix the situation um and like man i just can't even have like a conversation with them anymore because they're not even open to changing their mind you know yeah and man, you're you're a lucky bastard. You don't have any fucking friends or or are nut jobs now and whatnot. So hey, that just shows your character. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess you're a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you, you know, and um, and you know, I did a I did a survey uh, back in October, uh, August October of last year, where I was asking people like, hey, like top what's top five issues on the ballot for you you know are you comfortable talking about the uh, presidential candidate you support etc and um you know their answers were were definitely surprising and um i think what i learned from that is that people just want to talk like they, they actually don't feel like they're being listened to you know right now more than anything you know and, oh yeah hey, maybe everybody should just have a podcast you know everyone should have a podcast yeah it's democratized radio Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, uh, man! Hey, we got Alex Jones, you know. So, oh God, I can only imagine, uh, you know, some of the shit everyone's crazy uncles would start saying. Oh yeah, Alex Jones. 
he's out here in Austin. <laughs> he did exactly. Uh, you know, he was out there during the protests and whatnot. Um, oh yeah, it's like driving a tank around. Like, yeah, dude, I have no idea, man. You know, I I try to I try to like just like you know uh, stay in my lane for the most part mm-hmm. and you know not piss anyone off. But it's it's definitely like uh, it, well, this podcast might do it. Or this episode, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna have the FBI come and knock because of mm-hmm. you. Uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna confiscate all all of my Bitcoin, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm just I'm gonna be a surf and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and whatnot. You know, so I I just I I mean if, if all right if you had if you had one wish. Right now, what would it be? Um, to be a TikToker. Oh my god! Get the fuck. <laughs> We're ending this. Get the fuck out. <laughs> like, in your estimation, if you had a wish that would make shit better, like how, like. The hey, wish- those those TikTok trolls, those idiots, they make a lot of money doing oh that shit. Oh my god, dude! I had a I had a, a friend of mine. She uh, in one of her classes, she got a YouTube pranker prankster go in and like ruin the test. Oh, even actually, no, I want to be a YouTuber. That's what oh I want to be. Oh my god, get the fuck out yeah. of here! You're never coming yeah. back on the I'm show. Be, now. I want I want to be the next Jake Paul. Oh my god, he <laughs> literally came from Vine. You know, so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, um, you know, hey, everybody, this was, uh, the Undone Podcast, and, um, fuck it, man. Um, but, but no, like, in all honesty, if you could, like, make a wish, like, whether it's to better your own life or what, like, do you, do you have anything in mind? Oh, yeah, to, 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 to be a professional, successful stand comedian. Okay. Like, that's, that's, all I want in life is just to do that for an income. You know, sitting in an office is fine, but yeah. Oh yeah, to you do that in an office now, man. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you moving on up and shit. Yeah, yeah. daddy's got his own place. Exactly. Now <laughs> they can't see this. They can't see this. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, hey, uh, John, uh, HR wants to talk to you at, at 10 yeah. Um, yeah you know um you know if, whatnot so uh but but no man stairs for a second <laughs> oh my god man i um i i don't necessarily have a wish i just uh if, if i if, if i did have a wish um well would you want this podcast to be huge oh absolutely absolutely yeah you know? i mean yeah. we we've we started to build up a finally a listener base and whatnot so um i just gotta you know commit cool. and do it more and whatnot. I think I, I, we're we're recording like two, three episodes a week, whether it's mine or uh, other people's podcasts and whatnot. So it's uh, it's it's gone oh, fun. Man. It's gone fun, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy talking to people. Actually, having substantial conversations uh, and whatnot. And, you yeah, know, uh, and not being you know a, <laughs> a TikToker and, and, and like <laughs> and not knocking that. Like I mean, if if that's what makes their money, hey, you know, more power to them. Like they've they've found a niche in the market that to where they are able to show uh their talents and you know hey that's uh, what like do i do i find value in it no but clearly other people do and um and do i think it's good or bad i'll leave no comment and uh then it's uh 
but absolutely absolutely you know i'd want you know this to 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 have you know the you know real like you know like philosophical thinkers like uh my uh one right now that that i'm reading um is uh dr richard wolf or professor richard wolf and whatnot and uh it, it even though he's not like the guy's a Marxist and whatnot, but I think he's got some really good points. Um, you know, and uh, you, you you should get Jordan Peterson on the show. Oh my God, man! I wonder if he would come on. I wonder how if I would have to pay him. If I'd have to pay him, if, if I if I, you know, um, and Candace Owens gotta get Candace Owens. Oh my God, man! I think her and I would just like, uh, I, you know, when people start denying like systemic racism. I, I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like if, uh, if a, a black man and a white man who literally consume, you know, marijuana at the same rates and they're charged, black man is charged with, you know, a, a more severe punishment or more severe yeah. felony yeah. Or, or crime. Whereas, you know, the white, white person is not. And like that, that's clearly like, you know, systemic racism. Um, and to deny that the, the African American experience or the black experience in the United States is different than, you know, other, other, you know, races and ethnicities, it just in general, like, I mean, just to point one out, uh, you know, versus a, a Caucasian experience would be absurd, be absolutely absurd. And I'm not saying that, uh, you know, that there aren't, there aren't other, you know, um, hurdles, uh, economic hurdles would be a good one, uh, to working class and middle class, you know, white people, but like, there's clearly a bar that is set nearly so high, uh, that, that just doesn't allow, you know, um, certain races that have been kept out of, you know, the, the economic system that we've had in place and whatnot. And it's, uh, I, I, I really have trouble, like, you know, getting that point across to people, uh, because, um, something when I have these conversations is that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll pull straw men out. They'll, they'll pull out, you know, those social justice warrior pink hair and whatnot. And now they scream racism at everything, which I think is a problem. I do think that's a problem, but like to actually talk about the, you know, the societal, you know, systems in place that have, you know, kept people out of participating at the same level, like like hey that's not for discussion that's literally american history and you know it's i call it the monopoly paradox like yeah are the current rules in place like not racist oh for sure but like imagine a game of monopoly that's been played for you know 150 years and someone just joined the game like they've got park place and you know and they've got all the rental properties (laughs) and whatnot and there's no way that you're going to be able to 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 amass any any sort of you know economic advantage and so it's it's uh yeah i i don't think i could have candace owens on the show i mean maybe (laughs) i mean if she you know she doesn't want like five thousand dollars for you know me to pay her to come on the show for an hour or whatnot i imagine they they charge absurd rates and whatnot so there's no telling who would who, who would be your dream guest oh man there's too many of them i i want i, I want to talk to everyone i really do um you know like yeah, yes like would i disagree with candace owens on you know the on real issues of course i would want to talk to her though um would i like richard spencer's and you know the the ku klux klan guys no fuck no they could you know literally burn in hell um, 
But like, hell, Jordan Peterson, even though I disagree with him, uh, for sure. Ben Shapiro, another one. Um, you know, uh, hell, you know, I would love to have Bernie Sanders on and, and talk to him. Uh, but, but ultimately, like, I think the voices that matter are the ones that aren't heard. Like, cause like I was saying earlier, I think the people that don't have an opportunity to sit and talk, that they're so mired in their work, you know, they're mired in, you know, doing the nine to five and, and clocking in and clocking out, you know, being wage slaves that they have a lot to talk about, you know, and, um, if I could have everyone on great, uh, but you know, um, you know, it's almost like that question, uh, hey, you had a dinner party and you could invite anyone throughout time, who would you have? And, uh, man, there's just too many for me on my list and whatnot. And um, it's like, crap, I don't think there's enough time. to t- Like, there's literally not enough time, I think, to talk to, to everyone I would want to talk mm-hmm. to. Yeah, no, let me ask you, if, if you had a dinner party and you could mm-hmm. invite five people to it, who would come? It would be Dick Cheney, Megan Kelly... Um, oh, fuck God, but I have fucking aneurysm. People that literally like been architects of like why we're going through this bullshit right now. Um, I'll I'll, I'll tell you who I would love to have at a dinner party. Uh, these are comedians. Okay, it would be Tim Tim Dillon. Okay, um, Brendan Schaub. Oh, fucking Brendan. <laughs> fucking Brendan God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, you want to talk about meatheads? There you go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Whitney Cummings, Annie Letterman, and Bobby Lee. Okay, uh, Bobby Lee is an interesting one. Okay, mm-hmm. man, hell yeah. What would be the first question you would start out for all of them? Um, ooh, good question. Um. I have no, I'll get back to you on that. In okay. A week. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you to that, man. Yeah. I'm gonna hold you to that. Well, yeah. well, buddy, we're we're at two hours now. Oh hell we're yeah! We're at two hours. I think we I think we did about two hours last time. But man, you're gonna have to come back on. You're gonna have to absolutely. Come back on. This is so much fun. Uh-huh. Uh, it's amazing what you're doing. I that the studio looks great. You're making me. I blush. mean, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're still doing it. I you mean, like it's, the uh, you like the Van Gogh. I do like that. It's that. It's that's fire, have to, I'm man. I'm gonna have to throw a new balance on there and say advance and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. but no, man, I really appreciate that. You're always. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to stay in touch more and whatnot. And uh, it's always fun just listening uh, to your perspective. I, I think that your perspective is always interesting. And I appreciate um, it. And uh, I I think that you know um, I think you said something that's that I think people experience a lot is that their friends, like they lose touch with their friends, you know? Um, and it's like, we just get mired in like our own, like, you know, you know, our own little, little, little track and, you know, and, you know, focusing on the end goal instead of the journey that, you know, that comes along with it. And, uh, and I, I think this is almost like, um, a recent phenomenon of like, you know, this hustle and grind culture. Like, I, I don't think that's healthy. I really don't like the grind never stops, you know, like if, people just had the basics taken care of like yeah they, they wouldn't have to fucking worry about you know where where's their next meal going to come from or how are they going to p- pay their utility bill and you know uh, how, hey like you know are they going to be able to you know it, you know is it rent or is it food like 
you know, one or the other. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I, I think that we get so mired up in that that we we forget about uh, you know friends and family. So apologies, my friend. And oh, no, I mean, same here, same here. I'm I'm glad we we reconnected. I I really do hate losing friends. Oh, for sure. Um, we well, always um, have a and... friend with me. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where we kiss? <laughs> oh there we go there we go that's going on I, you, this is going on youtube too man yeah. so um but but yeah buddy uh man hey where can the people find you and connect with you i don't have any public accounts oh uh, buddy i know i i i don't yeah. um but maybe next time okay um, okay you're gonna have to I'll, 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 I'll start some things and post videos and whatnot. okay okay you're gonna have but, to do um, some awkward like like stand-up sessions in front of no mm-hmm. one and just like crickets yeah it's just like slam that subscribe button yeah exactly exactly <laughs> well shit man uh yeah let's wrap her on up everybody hey this is john vanderpaul thanks for listening <laughs>